Thanks for joining us, Cora. Well, thank you for having me. So, Cora, you were a Stollery kid uh, at 14 years old. So, take us back. That's now 12 years ago? 10, 12 years ago? Can we go do math? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> it was a while it was ago. A, it was a bit ago. So, take yeah. us back in time to when you were 14. Uh, you had a brain tumor. Yes. So, when I was uh, 14, I was diagnosed with a uh, meningioma in my right frontal lobe. And... Um, Nobody could figure out what was going on at my uh, family doctor's in Cold Lake. So they sent me to Edmonton and told my parents to pack a bag. It might be a long day. It turned into a long two weeks. Oh, my but, gosh. Um, okay, so I'm always curious, like, when, when something that major happens, what what's going on that leads you to finally realize that something's happening? What kind of symptoms were yeah. you experiencing at the time? Uh, I was having seizures. Okay. Uh, they weren't very noticeable they were petite mall so I would zone out and my arm would twitch a little bit okay and the one night I fell walking up the stairs and that's what made my parents take me to the hospital and uh, that just got the ball rolling to uh, get us here to Edmonton to get the diagnosis of a brain tumor okay so what's the process to, to then re- remove it and what are the risks involved to getting a brain tumor out um, so it was diagnosed in the emergency room here and then uh, immediately two days later we removed the tumor uh, it would turn into be a 12-hour surgery uh, a little bigger tumor than they originally anticipated and uh, it involved removing the tumor and then part of the um, the veins around it oh my gosh. so there was some uh, thought that paralysis of the left side might be uh, expected but because of the amazing world-class surgeons that are at the Stollery, none of that happened. And I woke up and said my code word, mom, and gave thumbs up. And there was just on the track to recovery from there. Well, I mean, at 14 years old, you know, that's kind of, it's old enough to know what's going on. But was it something that registered in the seriousness of it? Did it register with you? Was How did that feel at 14 years old going through that? How scary was that? Um, I don't really remember being scared the stollery does such an amazing job of making it feel normal and comfortable and i got to go to a hockey game the night before surgery with my dad the child life specialist gave us oil oilers tickets and it was just a very relaxing which is a weird word to say (laughs) (laughs) but but more comfortable than i guess it, it sounds like it would be yes and then going forward, I mean, that wasn't the end of your story. That's the thing we always hear about. A child comes in for treatment or an operation or a procedure or whatever, but there's follow-up, and then usually there's more that has to be done. So what was your situation? Uh, yes, so continual follow-up over the years, and uh, that follow-up monitored for my tumor, which regrew uh, five years later, and um, and uh, it was removed as an adult. So back to the... But I was still monitored through the Stollery all through that time. Okay. And, yeah. Now, obviously it had some sort of impact on you because now you work for the Stollery Foundation. Tell us how that came about. Yeah, so I've been involved with the foundation through sharing my story since my original tumor in uh, when I was 14 and just fell in love with volunteering and giving back and help out with a... Uh, neurosurgery kids fund and the camp that they do and when I saw the job come up with the Stollery Foundation I thought I'd take a chance and uh, I got so lucky to wind up here. Wow. Well, tell us a little bit about what it's like to work here and just the environment that's, that the Stollery creates. Oh it's incredible. It's uh, 
every day is a different day, but they're always fun and you know you're making a difference and having some impact. So what what is your role? What, what do you, What's your day-to-day job with the Salary Foundation? I work with our monthly donors. So everybody coming in and signing up for a monthly donation over these next two days, thank you so much. We'll be in contact. And um... <laughs> Cora is going to be the sweet voice on the other end of the phone when you call <laughs> and, and set that up. And yeah, a monthly donation I mean, just comes off your credit card pretty nice and easy, right? Can you pick the, the amount that you want to donate monthly, Cora? Absolutely. Awesome. It could be $5, $2, $20, whichever. Whatever it is that you can make work. Awesome. Mm-hmm. You're the one to facilitate that. So, yeah. okay, so you've had uh, a brain tumor removed two times now. Mm-hmm. So are you still being monitored? What what does everything look like going forward for you? And where are you at now health-wise? Yeah, so the second tumor we did uh, radiation for. And um, now I get monitored yearly to ensure that there's no side effects from the radiation and um, the tumor obviously hasn't come back. Yeah. You seem so relaxed with this. Like, do you freak out when you get a bad headache? Or are you, I mean, you just seem so okay with all this. At first, I did. I did I freak out at first, yeah. for sure. But now it's just, it's just a normal day. I guess it. I guess it becomes normal because when you sat down with us, you said, "Okay, well, my story is that I had a brain tumor at 14." You just said it completely <laughs> nonchalant, like that's just a thing that people say and go through. I mean, but what an incredible journey you've been on to to have come so far and made such a great recovery. So, uh, congratulations on on being okay and being part of the the fabric of the Stollery now. Well, thank you, thank you uh, for having me today and for being here and helping us with Radiothon. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.